So my topic today, as I, I shared, is skilled and gifted not to fail. Skilled and gifted not to fail. You can even, I almost felt I changed it. I said skilled and gifted never to fail. Praise the Lord. God gifted a man with a commission never to fail. Praise the Lord. You are so gifted. According to the eyes of God, according to God, you are so gifted you can never, you can never fail. That is how God looks at each and every one of you. He has so much, he has this confidence that he has gifted each and every one of us that you can never fail. And the day you realize and wake up and realize, actually the Lord has gifted me so much that I can never fail, is when your life starts changing. That is the testimony. If you are to meet with the Lord, the testimony that he will tell you is that I gifted you so much, I have confidence you will never fail. Praise the Lord. So whatever they tell you about your life, don't be worried. Remember the most important thing for a man is God gifted a man so much that according to God, you can never fail. And that's what I want us to go through. The book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 22, verse 29, says something very powerful. Do you see? Now in this church, you know how I read my Bible. I don't in a hurry. The Bible says, do you see? It doesn't say, do you visual? It doesn't say, it doesn't say, have you seen? It doesn't say, will you see? It It says, have you seen? Do you see a man skilled in his work? I know King James says diligence. Do you see a man skilled in his work? The Bible is talking a man who is skilled. What separates, in the Bible, if you look at the Bible, what separates, what makes a man visible is the skill that a man has. Every man that we find in the Bible talked about, they all, we all know them because of their skill. Their skill. Check, when, I, when you read the Bible, and I want you to change your mind from today, when you read the, my, the Bible about a man, always notice you are being told about the skill of the man. The man. Never the history of the man. The history of the man comes because of the skill of the the man. Check every man. And if you are told a man, a man, the story of a man, and then it ends briefly, notice the skill of that man was limited. limited. But if you are told more stories about a man in the Bible, you'll notice that you're, you're told, you're, the story is expanded depending on the, the skill the man had. Your story, my brother, my, my brother, sorry, my brother, the, your story will be told Depending on how much you utilize the skill God has given you. We will know you be, depending on the skill you have. And let me, tell, let me surprise you. Actually, your skill will outlive your career for those in career. It's never about your career. It's about your skill. And I'll explain that. It's never about your career. It's about your skill. Your career stands or sits on the foundation of your skill. And I'll explain that to you. So the Bible said, do you see a man skilled, uh, uh, skilled in his work? He will, not, he, will not, he will serve before kings. And he will not serve before ordinary opportunities. I know your Bible, what your Bible says, but I want to translate so that you may understand. He will not serve before ordinary opportunities. That's what that scripture says. That as long as you utilize your skills, you, you move from a level of operating on, under ordinary opportunities, Opportunities. You live to operate in a level that is acceptable and is visible. A king is one person that is can never assume. You can never assume a, 
again. So that scripture is telling us, you can never assume a man who knows his skill. You can never assume that person. So I speak about it. There's, I normally watch Tottenham Hotspur praying. I was never interested with it. But the reason why I watch that team praying, and when I see the lineup, Wanyama is not praying, I do not watch the game. But I watch it because of that guy. And I normally tell myself, he's Kenyan. Praise the Lord. But the man earns a million shillings a day. A million shillings a day. Let me ask you, what is the qualification of uh, Victor Wanyama? We don't know. The only thing we know that is guys are good music. Why do people go to a stadium? We go to the stadium to celebrate these people who are displaying their their skills. And again, I want you to check. Most of the footballers or most of the most gifted uh, professionals, you discover that uh, mostly they are not really learned, but they have a skill. They have a... We pay to watch them display their skill. And you, have you noticed that these people enjoy their skill? They enjoy their passion. A skill, and I was, I was explaining to you later, a skill lays for you a platform that nothing else can lay for you. So your skill will ensure you not serve under ordinary opportunity. That's what our scripture says. Then the Bible says in Proverbs 18, 16, a, a gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Your, your skill will always make for, room for you. Praise the Lord. Great men here means great, here, great men here means great opportunities. It is your skill that will bring you to levels of great opportunities. So the question I want to ask you today, what is your skill? And I'll explain to that a little bit further. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it, do it with all your might. Why should you do it with all your might? It is because you, are, you have a skill. Praise the Lord. By using your skill, and a skill means ability, and I'll explain a little bit further. By using your skill, you are actually able to do anything that people think you can never do. You are able to start under any level and rise to another level. And I'll explain that a little bit. Psalms 92 verse 10 says, you have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. Fine oils, and I want you to check the Bible does, does not say oil, say fine oils have been poured unto me. Your skill, your skill is like that horn. The wild ox depends on, the, on, on its horns. It depends on its horns for protection, provision, and recognition. Before you go and challenge a wild ox, the first thing you see is the horn. The horns. And you're never worried about the body that it carries. The thing that you're worried about is those horns. Those horns. That is the skill of a man. When a man look, when people look at you, the first thing they, they see before even they see your name is the first thing they recognize is the skill that man has. Your skill, my brother, is a weapon. Your skill, my brother, is a resource. It is an asset. You need to know what is your skill. Do not tell me what I studied this and studied that is something else. What is your skill? And we'll try to, I'll try to challenge you a little bit more. What is your skill? What skill do you have? You see, God never created a man empty-handed. God made sure that he gave every man a skill. Because man was, more, was made to be a leader. What, the, what protects the leadership ability of a man? It is his skill. It is his 
They hate you. They, may, they do not want to appreciate you. They do not want to uh, accept you. But there is something they can never ignore. Your skill. Your skill will place you in platform that nobody else can place you. So I ask you today, what is your skill? And we'll be able to look at it a little bit further. What, do they, what is a skill? Maybe you, my, this pastor is busy saying skill, skill. What is a skill? A skill is knowledge that leads to superior performance. In contemporary speaking, that's what they tell us. A skill is an ability that leads, leads, leads you to, it's, it's, it's a knowledge that leads, leads you to superior perform, performance. Superior performance brings what? Brings recognition. Brings honor. People that never knew Victor Wanyama now they know him. Kenyans really never bothered about Tottenham's parakini. Nowadays we know it. Because of that Kenyan. The world might have ignored us. But have you never discovered the world is becoming a tired with Kenya because of what? It's athletes. We win almost everything. Long distance. They used to think that Kenya is a small country that, 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 that is habited by wild animals. But until they saw our athletes, athletics, our runners. The best brand that Kenya has, actually it's runners. But what is that? Skill, my brother. Skill, skill, skill. I normally enjoy Apostle Joshua and tell him, one of the most stupid things I ever did when I was in secondary, I went and studied something called metalwork. And I remember there's a young man we went with, and he went and did uh, home science. I will never forget I went, we were, you had three options, either home science, metalwork, and woodwork. So I wish maybe I should have even done woodwork. But the best thing I should have done is home science. When we were finishing form four, this guy has so many trophies and so many certificates. I can still not bake a cake. He could bake a cake for us when we were in form two. The man recognized his skill. The man, as we are talking right now, owns some chains of hotels. I do not even own a garage or metalwork. The man discovered his skill early. He utilized the moment. I lost the moment. The other day we were trying to repair something and Joshua was laughing at me and saying, actually I am not seeing any metalwork skill here. Four years. I have a brother that me and my brother here we know. He took his daughter to the university. She did six years to be enacted six years and during the graduation we went and excited now the girl walks around with a camera six years wasted what is the problem we missed to tap the skill of the lady now the lady has passion for photography you do not need a year or two years to study photo six years gone we have tried to talk to her they even told me talk to her and I discovered we are talking about a skill. Now I'm unable to tell her, tell them, this girl, her skill is that camera. So before you push your children very fast, before you push them to things that you want to push them, ask yourself, what is the skill of these children? So that you align them to be within their skill. And then you'll be able to be a proud father when you're being recognized. Because if they follow their skill, you'll be recognized. If they follow your agenda... Please, start planning for many counseling sessions. Start planning for prayer, many prayer retreats. Because they are off their land. God give, gave man the, his biggest responsibility. That is of leadership. But he made sure that 
he gave us a skill to be able to see us through. Praise the Lord. Each skill that we have, I have discovered, and this is really has made, really, these few months, I've discovered something that has really made me be more careful with myself. I discovered that actually a skill is a gatekeeper. A skill is a gatekeeper against failure. It's lack of proper use and understanding and sharpening leads to mockery, leads to failure. If you do not understand your skill, sharpen it. For sure, you will suffer lack. For sure, you will suffer struggle. For sure, you will suffer lack of recognition. For sure, you will suffer rejection. For sure, you will suffer loneliness. Because a skill is a gatekeeper. Praise the Lord. A skill is a gatekeeper. And I'll explain a bit. Don't be worried. Lamentation 5.14 says, The elders, and I love this scripture, The elders have ceased to be at the, gate, at the city gate. The elders have ceased to be at the NIV says, the elders are gone from the city gate. The young men have stopped their music. If you look at that scripture, why have the young men stopped their music? It's because the elders are no longer at the city gate. That is what your skill does. As long as your, your skill sits at your gate, music shall be in your home. Music shall be in your territory. Praise the Lord. As long as it is your skill at the gate, there shall never miss music in your life. There shall never miss recognition in your life. Because a skill brings a platform for you. A skill brings an opening for you. It usher you to the next level of your skill. And that's where I'm going. Somebody say the diligent man who works hard and intelligently, is promoted to serve in higher and greater capacities. That means his portion is not ordinary opportunities. And somebody said, if only men could discover this, that their skills is what will place them in platforms that they never knew existed. If only men could discover this principle, that each and every one of us has a skill that is unique to somebody else. That if only men could discover that your skill is an opening for you that you've been waiting for. If only men could discover that your skill is what to bring recognition in your life. If, any people, if only that men could discover that your skill is what breaks the yoke. If only men could discover that your skill is what brings that oil that you've been waiting for. Men will be different. You will not borrow any other person's skills. Let me tell you something. I am not interested, my brother, Mr. Njuguna, in borrowing, and borrowing another man's skill. I am happy as a pastor. I am happy. Praise the Lord. I am, I am satisfied. Because I am molding souls. I am speaking to men and their skills will come out and the men will stand up and move. When they stand up and move and they are recognized, they will come and say, this man of God. Praise the Lord. I don't want anybody's else skill. I want to sharpen my skill. I want to utilize my skill. Let's look at a few people in the Bible. Have you ever heard of this man called Joseph? Do you know Joseph had, you have heard so many things about Joseph. Let me give you another interpretation of Joseph. Joseph had only two skills. One, he was a dreamer. And was, the other thing he had is ability to interpret dreams. Look at the life of Joseph. Forget about many things else. The only thing the Bible tells us is Joseph was a dream. 
and the man could interpret dreams. The only mistake the man did, he spoke his dreams at the wrong time. And he ended up in jail. In jail. He ended up being deported. I hear that name deport, deport, deported me as a, as a problem in this country. He ended up being deported. But I love, I love God. The Lord made sure that even where he was put in prison, the Lord made sure that in prison he was able to sharpen his. Let me ask you, what, place, what made Joseph a prime minister? His skill of being able to interpret dreams. The reason why we read about Joseph is because of his ability to interpret dreams. That's what made him a prime minister. And that's why the Bible recognizes Joseph and known as Joseph because Joseph became the gate, the, 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 the gate for the children of Israel to land into Egypt. My brother, my, my brother. I don't know why I'm going to my sister. My brother, let me tell you something. The future for your family, for those who have families, and those who do not have family will have a few more. The future for your family depends on the skill you have. Go look for it. Joseph became a uh, prime minister because of being able to interpret dreams. Nothing else. We are never told about the fasting and praying of Joseph. We are only being told that man interpreted dreams. And every small dream he interpreted, it took him to another, a higher person to interpret the dream to. Have you discovered there is an order? He interprets for this lower person. The person talks to the next level. Then he interprets the, the level of the dream for the next level. Then he goes to the next until it reaches the big man. That's what your skill does. It moves you from one level to another one. So is your skill uh, that of being a, a dream interpreter? Guard it. Something big is happening, going to happen in your life. Let's go to somebody that I call Gideon. The Bible says that Gideon was a coward. Was a? A coward. Hiding uh, in a cave. Threshing what? Wait. Even though the man was a coward, there's something I love about this coward. At least, he, he kept to his skill. Of what doing what? Using his hands. He, the Bible says he was wind, using his hands to thresh the wheat. And then an angel of the Lord comes and tells him, Oh, great mighty man. And the man says, What? Me, a great man? You know what the angel was telling him? The very hands you're using are supposed to be carrying a sword. Are supposed to be carrying a sword. And then the angel tells him, Have you ever known you are actually the next gen military general that the children of God have been waiting for? What was the man doing? He, he was not fine asleep. He was fine using his skin. And the next thing we found the man is a military judge commanding men. My brother, the skill you have, don't let it be idle. Don't let it be idle. Don't be, let people mock it. However small it is. Look at the, let's be very let's go back. Joseph's skill was so small, dream interpretation. I can interpret some dreams. The next thing is Gideon <laughs> skill was he was just threshing what? And the next thing is a military general. The next thing, Joseph is a prime minister. Let's look at David. I love even the story of David is even better. David was an unknown fellow. Even, even, the, even the, 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 the guys who used to keep sheep in his community did not even know about David. 
They used to know that Kafani guy who just is certain territory taking care of sheep. He was not even known among the shepherds. Because he was, if he was known among the shepherds, the, the Bible would have told, told us. So his other responsibility was just to take food to the brothers. And then a man goes and to this portion where the, the children of God are fighting with the Philistines. And he finds that everybody is chickening against Goliath. And then he asks. He looks at the man and then he asks a question. What will be done to the man who? Let me ask you. What confidence did David have? The Bible does not tell us he was anointed. The Bible does not tell us an angel appeared to David. The Bible does not tell us anybody encouraged David. The only confidence David had is, I have my sling. I have my sling. I have my sling. Because when he was talking about, when he was talking about Goliath, remember he never had any stone. All he had was his sling. And he knew, for sure there is no Olympics in our country. But if there was an Olympics in our country, I would be the best stone thrower. But he had his sling. When he went to take food to the brothers, he had his sling. Hey, my brother, wherever you go, never, let your, never leave your skill at home. Always carry it. You do not know when you are going to use it. At least he had his sling. And he only needed to use one stone. People say it is a stone that killed Goliath. But I have discovered this week when I was preparing for you. It is not the stone that killed Goliath. It is the preparation behind the stone that killed Goliath. The other thing you need to understand, it was not David who was meant to kill Goliath. It was Saul who was meant to kill. God prepared Saul to kill. That's why he was the tallest man in his time. And was the mightiest man in his time with a sword. But when David killed Goliath on behalf of Saul, the Bible says that is when the history of Saul started going down. And the story of David started going up. Let's go back. What did David did? David just used a sling, which was good, which is practiced in the wilderness where nobody was there, and he killed God. Goliath. And the next thing the Bible tells us, David became a, became a military general. The next thing the Bible tells us, David became a king. A king. The Bible does not tell us about the powerful prayers David did. It doesn't tell us. The Bible does not tell us about anything else. They only tell us when the man killed Goliath, that is when his fame shot. Shut up. Thank you for praying. I pray a lot. Even now, I'm, I'm really waiting for Sunday so that we break this fasting. I really miss my chapatis and yamachoma. But I have discovered, as long as I do not utilize what the Lord put in me, I will not go far. I will not. Prayer is meant to sharpen the skills that God gave me. You're getting that. The word of God is supposed to sharpen the skill God gave, but prayer is never supposed to replace your skill. The word of God is not supposed to replace your skill. Look at the story. Let's even look at the story of the Lord Jesus. Look at this. Let's, let's be very honest. He created everything. He comes here on earth. He comes here on earth. And after 30 years of preparation, and he knew what he was going to do, after 30 years of preparation, he chooses 12 fishermen. Surely, who does that? If I was given the role Jesus was given, for sure, my brother, Bananjuguna, I will go and pick 12 Pharisees. And I will work on them so seriously because they are educated, they know the community, they know everything. And I will use them as my apostles. 
But he goes and choose 12 fishermen. Please, let's understand. He goes and choose 12 frustrated fishermen. Because they were actually frustrated. 12 frustrated fishermen. And he transformed them. Why? He knew if this guy can struggle every day, every morning, fishing and going home frustrated, I can transform them. He transformed the 12. And nowadays, uh, nowadays we have the, the kingdom of God. The 12 frustrated, though they became 11, the, the, the 11 frustrated fishermen ended up being the apostles we have today. Have you ever noticed that when, when uh, 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 my brother, Mr. Alisa, will tell you, Jesus promised Peter that, your na- that I'll give you land, I'll make your name great. Have you ever discovered that every place you go, you find a church called St. Saint, Saint yes. Eleven or twelve frustrated fishermen are the reason we have the word of God today. So, are you feeling that what you're doing in your life is, fr- is a frustration? It is a frustration because you missed your skill. You missed to not- notice your skill. And ordinarily, what I have discovered, and let's go to the story of David... David, after he killed Goliath with a stone, do you find that David dealing with the stones anymore? He is promoted to using a sword. A sword. What, God, what I have discovered with God is that when you start using the little skill that you have, that skills you to take to the level of, of your skill, it graduates you to the ne- next level of skills. And then pr- take you to another. You find even David, after being a military general, it reaches a certain time when he's a king, he doesn't do war anymore. He does not do war any. No wonder he can sit in the house and discover beautiful women. Because he doesn't need to do war any. No. Your skill re- progresses you to a level people work for you. I want you to read, to read your story that you know very well. And I want to say, the guy, the speaker who is speaking for, uh, in front of you today, uh, started his management career as a cleaner. I started my management career as a cleaner. One day, I remember, uh, where I was, I, was, I was working as an associate pastor, they told me that they had just completed a new building and they told me that I didn't have rent, so my mentor said, okay, just organize for this building to be clean. It's a national training center for free Pentecostal churches in Kenya. So I was, I got a kibaru as a cleaner. But then, they made a good mistake. They sent this man, who, a young man, who was just married two, three years earlier, to go clean a building. And then they gave me staff. They told me this will be the... I was told these are the staff that to... My, my assistant is on leave. When he comes from leave after two months, he, these are his staff. So these are our national training center. So and when I was cleaning the building, I kept on telling the Lord. The Bible said, wherever mimi nitakanya, I own that. And then they even told me to, to prepare, they told me to prepare the, they told me to prepare the office of the manager. To prepare the office of the, and they, I furnished, I was used to furnish the office of the manager. I would sit on that seat, and I would say, Lord, as sure as I sit on this seat, this is my seat. And I went and put a seat before the Lord, and I said, Lord, may this seat be a witness between me and you. This is my office. So when the manager came, <laughs> They gave me more responsibility. They told me, they asked you, can you do this thing? I told them, can I give you my certificate? 
When I was a cleaner, nobody recognized my certificates. But they came and looked at how I had furnished the place. How I had made it clean. And then they said, by the way, what are your qualifications? And I ended up being the manager there. Praise the Lord. You're getting that. That's how these things work. Do not ignore the small openings that God gives you. My brother, they've given you a tender for Kitui. You are the next big thing in business. Praise the Lord. And I told you to happen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I told you to happen. It happened. That's how these things work. My brother, they, 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 are, they, they are giving you a job at, uh, at GM. My brother, start seeing yourself as the next biggest guy with the biggest shopping, uh, shopping uh, what? The next, the next big car? Car dealer. Start seeing. The Lord does not place you in a place for nothing. He places you and expects you to open your eyes and see. The Bible says, <laughs> we read this. Can we go back to the scripture? The Bible says, have you seen a man, see a man skilled? My brother, even at your G, uh, when you're GM, start seeing. Start seeing that showroom. Start saying to the Lord, when is the capital coming? Because my time here is running out. You're getting that? The Lord has placed our brother in GM to sharpen his skill. skill. If he does not see, the next thing our brother will be telling us, my retirement is coming. If he sees, the next thing our brother will be giving a testimony and say, you know what? I have been telling these people I want to, re to resign and they give me the, my replacement. They are taking too long. So I resigned. And I have just imported my first five. Gosh. That's how these things work. You are getting that? Every one of you, wherever you are today, you are my, you are, take my word and I'm a prophet of God. Wherever you are today, you are marked timing there. If you take too long, they will kick you away. They will kick you I might turn somewhere, myself, I know. I might turn somewhere and I feel, I feel the heat. My brother will tell you, I, might I met some guys billionaire in this country in oil. I, might I took too long until the Lord kicked me away. That's when I discovered, wait a minute. So wherever you are today, you're just buying time there, you're sharpening your skill. Ask yourself, what is this skill? Let me read you something. Let me read you something for somebody who wasted his time. And he ignored his skill. The Bible talks, I mean, I know the Bible. His story talks about this man called Colonel Sanders. You know his story, but I'll read for you. The founder of KFC. I know you love the chicken. The Bible says, <laughs> in his early age, he faked his certificate to join the military. But he quit the military. Then the history says, he, he, was, he got a job as a railway laborer, but was fired. Then history said he studied law like our brother here, but was dismissed for fighting. The history says he became an insurance agent like our brother Ken, and, and, and was, he was fired because of his insubordination. The history said he failed in business. He went into ferry business because people needed to cross the ferry. So he went to a ferry business, and uh, history says it, the business backfired. History says he bought a small hotel. And then history says it, the hotel burnt down. down. History says he rebuilt it again. He went and acquired more money and rebuilt it again. And the history says when World War came to, came, the, the hotel went out of business. Then 
He closed it. Then he says, at, at, at the age of, at the age of, then he says he created a recipe. A recipe is, you know those cookery, those, a menu, eh? He created a menu. And tried to sell this menu to people. And he failed a thousand and nine times. This man was seriously a ridiculous man. I, five, nine times might be enough for me. But a thousand, my brother, a thousand and nine times auctioning his recipe. God is very good, my brother Zenka. He knew this man is a fool. He was auctioning his big thing. And God made sure he closed several doors. So the man may not sell it. Some of you, there are some things you are busy selling. And they are not being bought. It's because you are selling your idea. So that's the Lord has said you will not succeed. Because you cannot sell your birth. He was selling his birthright. And he failed a thousand and nine times to sell his birthright. And then he says, at the age of 62... When he's tired. And with the only money left, which was 10,750 Kenya shillings, he decided to make it. He said, this recipe that they have refused to buy, this menu, I'll make it something. The only thing I have is my pension, which, which is 10,750. And, and he says he opened his first chain of restaurant with that. And right now, as we are talking... There are 20,000 KFC around the world. 20,000 as of last year. There are 20,000. What made uh, Kano Sanda great? A recipe. Amen. Let me use the word. Amen. Nothing. History does not tell us, my brother Zeng, about his education. It doesn't tell us about his many things. It tells us about his men. And that's why when you go to every KFC, you see his P. Recognition. Nduku. Kama ni kupika P. Pika. Wacha kudharao. Watakuja kwa hiyo restaurant. Nduku. Wacha hii, hii, hii showroom. Siju tuanza kufungua siku gani nduku. Wee, wee, see. Tutaanza kukombea speed. Praise the Lord. My brother, hii law firm wana. Mr. Elder, you're getting that. My brother, this great voice, this clearing and forwarding business, my brother, can this farming business, let's discover where is this skill? Because a skill brings a breakthrough. So what shall we say about many more people? I have watched people talk about the Kenyatta family is rich. You know, those are the idol people. Idol people like to speak idol. That the Kenyatta family is rich. Uh-uh. Why don't you go and look at history? Why don't you go and look at it? They discovered they had wealth, but it was idol wealth. And history says the current president used to take things to the airport with an old pickup. With an old? That is how they discovered we can make it big in B. It started with an old pickup. So before you tell us, Jesus, they acquired what? They acquired what? <laughs> they, they, their breakthrough was a not Before you tell us about the worry, how their worries are great and they are occupying every big position, you have to discover it is started with an old pastor who was their grandfather or their father. An old? Who said, my children shall never suffer as long as I serve this God. And in his days, it was impossible to serve God. Because the locals hated the colon, colonial guy. 
But he said, I will serve his God. And as long as I serve his God, may my children never suffer. That's why they are celebrated in Uganda. They are celebrated in Kenya. It started with an old man who told God, no, this failure stops with me. The only skill I have is my Bible. It's mine. Now I even have a building called Awari. Now his grandson is in charge of the biggest bank. His son was the vice president of this country. His brother was, a mini, was an MP in Uganda. Even stood to be a, a, a to to fight to 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 compete with Museveni. Started with an old Bible and saying, "This is the only thing I, this is the only skill I have, and with this skill, my children shall be celebrated." There is no excuse. Each of us has something. And I'm going to finish. Let me read you a story about the richest black man in the world. What he said: "The richest black." Man, what he said. Because maybe I've quoted some wazungu. Let me quote now. A rich black man. He said, some people are waiting for God to come to their aid. Like most of us, what they are doing. Without knowing that they have the power to be what they want to be. Let me repeat. Some people are waiting for God to come to their aid. Without knowing that they have the power to be what they want to be. The power to succeed is born is inborn. The power to succeed is in inborn. He doesn't know that he doesn't know the word of a skill, so we'll help him. He's saying he's saying the power to succeed is inborn. He's saying in short, he's saying the skill is inside you. Then he says, and it is in everyone. Then he says, but it's up to you to discover this power and use it to your advantage. And the man is called what? Aliko Dango? Dangote. That's what Aliko, that's what transformed Aliko Dangote to be what he is today. He said, I discovered the power within me. And I discovered I have something that nobody else has. That's why he's the richest black man in the world. That power within you is your skill, my brother, my, my brother, my brother. It is your skill. Go use it. Go look for it wherever it is. And as I wound up, let me say this. Have you ever considered the value of the smallest skill you have? Some of you ask me, so what is it? I'll ask you something that you know. Have you ever considered the skill of the value of the smallest skill you have? That's what Joseph, you, utilized. That's what Gideon, you, utilized. That's what David, you, that's, when Aliko, that's what Aliko Dangote Utah. That's what Jesus utilized. That's, why, that's what Kanosanda you utilized. That's what I utilized. I was, a, I was a cleaner. I'm no longer a cleaner. Could it be that delay, struggle, stagnation, and right affecting you today is as a result of unutilized skills or missed opportunities? You need to ask, ask, ask yourself that question. Could be that the lower position you occupy today, diminishing resources, diminishing recognition, is because you missed to utilize your skill or recognize your skill that I leave to you. The Lord is saying today, let him that has no wisdom ask of the Lord. Are you wondering what, where is my skill? The Lord is saying, let him that has no wisdom ask of the Ask the Lord about your skill. Ask him to reveal it to, to you. The Bible says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Do you know what that knowledge means? That knowledge 
they perish because of lacking to know they have something that nobody else has. Nobody else has. Each of you have something, something that nobody else ever have and will never have. You are that unique. There's something that you have that the world is waiting for to be exploded in you. Stop struggling. Go before the Lord and tell the Lord, reveal to me this thing. And if you know it, start sharpening it. And start looking for people to help you improve on their skill. Are you employed today? That employment will come to an end. When it comes to an end, what will you do? What shall make you big is your skill. I've worked with this friend of mine and I've heard him talk about drawings and drawings and drawings. And, 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 and thank God that uh, our brother is no longer employed. Thank God he has his law firm. He has discovered why should I work for somebody and what I just need is a desk, a table, and I call heaven for customers. He's no longer having a desk and a table. He has a company. Our brother used to do accounts for people and they discovered, wait a minute, I'm tired of managing other people's numbers. I want people to manage my numbers. Our brother Ken has a big land in Kakamega. He discovered, why should people be wasting my, my land? I will work on this land because my, the works of my hands are blessed. blessed. Let's stand up. Lord Jesus, I thank you because of the power of your word. You say that gather the rest and nothing, that nothing be lost. Lord Jesus, I pray by the power of your spirit, Lord, gather the skill every man here has, Lord. The Lord it may never be lost in Jesus' name. I pray, may the skills, may the gifting these men have, Lord, do not allow any of them to be lost in Jesus' name. I pray, speak to them, Lord. Cause them to dream, Lord. Cause them to realize it, Lord. Cause them to discover it in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord. Lord, you are the one who talks about the lost coin, Lord. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. This lost coin, Lord, I pray, reveal it to our brothers, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, because it's a platform that every one of them has, Lord. It's the next big thing that our brothers have, Lord. It is the breakthrough they've been praying for, Lord. It is the breakthrough they've been crying to God about. Lord, this is it, Lord. I pray in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Reveal it to them, Lord. And Lord Jesus, where they are taking long to recognize, Lord, I pray, send, Lord, your revelation, Lord. Send your revelation, Lord. Lord Jesus, you say that the memory of the righteous is blessed, Lord. I speak, Lord Jesus, to this memory, Lord. I speak to these minds, Lord. And I command a blessing, Lord, over their mind in Jesus' mighty name. I command opening of their minds in Jesus' mighty name. I command opening of their eyes, Lord, even spiritual eyes in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I command opening of their spiritual eyes and physical eyes in Jesus' name, that they may see what you see in them, Lord, that these are not ordinary men. Lord, I rebuke the spirit of being ordinary in Jesus' name, Lord. I rebuke the spirit of ordinary of being ordinary in Jesus' name. I rebuke the spirit of struggle and rejection, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, may their skills, Lord, lay for them those platforms they've been waiting for, Lord. Lord, every man that is here today, Lord, is powerful because of the skill and the gift that you've given them. Lord, I bless you because, Lord, I believe by the end of the year, Lord, because in this church we said we are taking off, Lord, by the end of the years, Lord, we will have extraordinary testimonies, extraordinary breakthroughs, extraordinary recognition, extraordinary honor, Lord, because of the gifting and the skills you put into them. Lord, do not allow these skills to be wasted anymore, Lord. 
I pray, Lord, may you send destiny help us, Lord, and destiny connect us to them, Lord. As in the area of their gifting and skills in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, I speak, Lord, divine intervention, Lord. I speak divine intervention, Lord. Send each and every one of them, Lord. Destiny help us, Lord. And destiny connect us, Lord. In line with their skills and gifting. In Jesus' name. Amen.